The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. All right, back at State Farm Arena, I am Joseph Pavone alongside Bobby Manning with the Boston Celtics. Just lost game three to the Atlanta Hawks. 130-122 to 122 was the final score, Bobby. And there's plenty that we can discuss as to what went wrong for the Celtics. But let's just start with this flat-out question to you and to, of course, our viewers. How concerned are you? Like, what's your level of concern heading into game four? Could this Atlanta Hawks team uh, turn the tide here and tie this series before it heads back to Boston? I think they can. I think they're capable of it. The Celtics did a good job managing the runs tonight, and I know Joe Mazzola gets criticized when he says we did a great job doing this or that after a loss. I actually believe in this game. They set themselves up with a possession of time to the game yeah. late in the fourth quarter. Jason Tatum got a great look on that play. They had several forced turnovers that sent the game in the other direction. Of course, they produced 21 threes in a game where they kept their turnovers relatively low, won yeah. that battle reduce the Hawks' offensive rebounding, but the timely plays. Jason Tatum looked back at this game and said we had some indecisiveness around the rim. I felt like I was trying to get fouled and I made some bad decisions in there. Jalen Brown, that breakout play where Tatum shot that three, I still look at that and say, could Brown have gathered some momentum there and drove and finished in that spot? You wonder about the hand there. And then, of course, all those offensive rebounds that the Hawks got inside. I had the series at five. Uh, everyone looked at this and said it's a sweep, and I still believe the Celtics will win in five. But the Hawks are really challenging them on those margins and doing a great job with it. So I definitely think it's possible that we could be looking at a six-game series here if they don't improve those areas. Man, I mean, it's a level... Okay, my level of concern is still considerably low uh, when, you, when you think about how this thing played out in Game 3. I mean, the Atlanta Hawks scoring... Uh, they, they, they made history, franchise history for the most points scored in the first half. And that's just something I don't know if they're going to be able to do that again against the Celtics' defense. However, the Celtics have to tighten up on that end of the floor. And I'm talking about the way they've been defending Trey Young uh, when you look at uh, the way they, their approach was in Game 1-2. And then you look at Trey Young here, getting that space, drop coverage. He took advantage of that. Once that floater starts going, and uh, he wasn't so aggressive in that first quarter, right, in that first half. He sort of paced himself, tried to get other people involved, and it worked. You know, you saw the three-point shot fall for other guys. Uh, Sadiq Bey was a big one in this one. Uh, Bogdanovich, another good performance off the bench. So those are the type of guys that I think obviously make a difference for the Atlanta Hawks, guys that can knock down shots, create that type of space for Trey Young to get comfortable. But the Celtics can't fall for that same trap in game four. They have to buckle they have to buckle down defensively and make him uncomfortable the way he was in Boston. They made some good decisions like the Celtics did too, I thought. Switch him. Yeah. They moved out of that drop and got Horford out on Young. And Young tried to attack him numerous times. I thought Horford held up well there until that step back in the right corner. That got set up by an offensive rebound though. Yeah. As Hawks swooped in there and grabbed the first miss. It's the timeliness of those plays. And I don't know how the Celtics counteract. Only 19 minutes from Robert Williams in this one. They went offense-defense with Smart and Brogdon at the end, which I like. No double big in this one, though. There's things you look at and say, should the Celtics be playing for the Hawks a little bit more in these spots in terms of maybe switching some more, maybe playing some bigger lineups to try to rebound better because they really are getting hurt on those spots. It's not often you say it, but this series... It's her and the Celtics. Yeah, the Hawks uh, plus 19 on the boards. Uh, you had Jason Tatum finishing with a, a team high 29 points, 10 rebounds. But like I said, Trey Young, man, he was a factor, especially down the stretch. He finished with a game high 32 points. But one of the surprises that we saw, especially in that first half, when uh, Derek White fell into foul trouble, was Joe Mazzulla turning to Grant Williams. Now, Grant made the most of his minutes, knocked down a three immediately when he came in, knocked down a few more, finished the perfect four for four from the floor, two of two from the free throw line. 
could he be a factor in game four? Is this a one-off, in your opinion? That's something that we talked about during the Southern's post-game show. Uh, Grant Williams, of course, two DMPs uh, in this series before game three, where he, uh, he obviously made his presence felt, but does that carry over to game four? New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Yeah, I think he needs to. And we'll discuss that a little bit more in our next video, but um, he was critical to that. Yeah. Uh, four for four, three-pointers flying and falling, timely ones too. And he is a guy, although the rebound numbers look low in the end, I thought it could box out, could position himself well uh, to keep the Celtics competitive in that area. That's another rotation decision I look at in this game and say, Probably should have balanced those out in terms of how the game was going. And it's tough. It's a balance. Missoula say he didn't have a hard time with those decisions in this game. Um, but you look at it the way it went in the end, especially against the five that they had out there, which were Brogdon Smart interchanging, White, Tatum Brown, and Warford. The Hawks dominated that closing stretch, frankly. Uh, and the Celtics bench, I thought, did a good job keeping it competitive, especially where the Hawks bench was really tearing it up. Bogdanovic starting six for six. Okongu blocking shots and grabbing offensive rebounds. And Sadiq Bay, man, eight boards. Yeah. Huge ones, too. I think he did have that one that set up uh, Trey Young's decisive shot in the corner there. So, Grant, part of that equation, but uh, I got some thoughts for him in our next video. All right, we'll stay tuned for that. Uh, before we wrap up out of here, though, before we close out this video, uh, my, my question for you, Bobby, is uh, again heading into Game Four. You know, you were able to. Get, so you were in that Celtics locker room after Game Three. What was the overall vibe? I mean, there's some quotes out there, including this one from Marcus Smart, uh, and, and I want to hear your answer to this uh, to, to, the, to this question after we hear this clip from Marcus. Here's what Marcus had to say uh, about wh how he envisioned this series going against the Hawks. I mean, we we knew it wasn't going to be easy. Um, you know, that's why we let the outside noise continue to talk for us. Uh, was our focus. We came in with a game plan. They did too, and they executed. And they hit some shots to uh, to really get them overboard. So uh, you know, it could have been a sweep, but we ain't talking about that. It's one game at a time. We came out to play tonight, and we lost. So we got to come back and play again. So that's just one man's opinion, right? It gives me the feeling that this isn't gonna come out demonstrative in Game Four. But is it enough? And do you think that guys, uh, the majority of, of, of Marcus Smart's teammates, feel the same way as him? Yeah, I don't think they're looking at a series and saying, wait, we're going to sweep this, it's going to be a breeze. But things do change when you go down to Atlanta and a series shifts to the road, the shooting particularly. They handled it well again, I think, here. I'm not panicking yeah. in terms of the way the Celtics competed here. And I do like their ability to clean up some of those margins. And I'm sure Joe will adjust to those too because he's been harping on them. So none of that, nothing makes you panic. Yeah, I think we all look at this and say the Celtics are going to win this series. The bigger question is... How long does it take? How long does it take? <laughs> yeah. That can hurt you, right? You go right. longer, guys get hurt. Smart got banged up in this one, falling on right. his tailbone. I mean, look across the NBA, right? I mean, health is, is obviously a concern for a lot of teams. And uh, the Southern could, could easily be one of those teams if they continue to, to, to carry up, to prolong this series against the Hawks. Sure. Yeah, and you're not worried about them losing this series. It's can other teams exploit them and say they're better teams that are more able to guard the Celtics and keep games close and take its crunch time because this is another example of a game I feel like where the other team execute I would execute the Celtics in crunch time whether it was on the boards whether it was tactically getting the key stops there Hawks did a great job getting back in transition on that play where Tatum could have tied the game I agree with Joe though they competed well here in this one they did a good job handling the Hawks punches being positioned to win late was impressive to me so 
game four is going to be critical. I think the Hawks can do a lot of those same things there. I'm not ruling out a six-game series at this point because I've just been impressed by the way the Hawks have been able to keep these games close for the most part in first half especially, and then tonight ultimately seal the deal. Yeah, no question. I mean, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, they hit some very tough shots down the stretch. No question about it. Al Horford guarding the, the three-point arc as best as he could. I mean, no one could have uh, could have defended that shot better. So I, I just think that's one of the key uh, takeaways from Game 3. And going into Game 4, you're wondering if they can duplicate that. And obviously, uh, for the Celtics to, to force the Hawks to commit 18 turnovers, I think that's a stat that's uh, overlooked when you look at the way this game played out. And, uh, the Celtics can come back with that same intensity, especially forcing these this team to commit 18 turnovers and then some in the final stretch, I think they'll be in good shape. But uh, we got plenty more to talk about, including how the Celtics will approach Game 4. Is Grant Williams a part of that game plan? We'll discuss. He's Bobby Manning. I am Joseph Pavone. The Atlanta Hawks beat the Boston Celtics here at the State Farm Arena, 130-122. to 122. And the Celtics still have a 2-1 lead in their best-of-seven series. Stay tuned. We're going to preview Game 4. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel. Sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston and get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. The Guard Report is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Garden today to get 10% off your first month. This edition of The Guard Report is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. Visit AthleticGreens.com slash Garden for a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 